Welcome to the one and only Minnesota Sports Podcast, the number one. My name is Ray, your host, and I am joined by my boy, Bales Greenman. That is right. That is right. Let's get to it. We got a lot to talk about. Ray, thank you for having me again. We are sorry that we missed you so much. But life, it takes its turns, it takes its bends. And one thing that we always will try to be consistent at now is bringing you some sports feedback. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Today we have a full slate of sports news, Minnesota-wise. We're going to start with the Vikings free agency, talk about the twin spring training we're going to have the Wild Wonders with Bales. Then, to end it off, we will have the Wolves Wild West standings. So, to start with the Minnesota Skull Vikings. The free agency has started. And we have had some noticeable releases, big notable releases, with Patrick Peterson, who just signed with the Steelers uh, last week. Cam Dantzler was released along with big names, household love names in Minnesota, Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks, who Thielen just signed a deal with the Panthers, and Eric Kendricks is still looking for that good team fit. For the Vikings. That is the Chargers, buddy. He is with oh, the he's Chargers. Already in the Chargers? Yeah, okay. he's with Trey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He is. Did he you is. see Trey sign that uh, new deal? He did? Yeah, he got a nice three-year deal. Oh, yeah? Starting. He's been He's picking good. up his game. He's good. It's like the Chargers offensive line for the past 10, 15 years. It's all about staying healthy. As long as they stay healthy, and I wish nothing but the best for Trey, but... It's just staying healthy. That's the problem for the offensive line as a whole in their team. 100%. Yep. That's, I mean, you guys might not know that, but like, this is like a little Minnesota homage. Trey's dad was one of our coaches. He played with us. One of the top D2 picks. And, uh, took him a little bit to kind of get, starting but this year he really turned it around he got a nice contract a nice three-year deal to be a starter good for both sides so Minnesota podcast a buddy of both of ours pay some homage to the man yep Trey Pipkin let's get to the Vikings and on to the Vikings so we're gonna start with who we've signed Josh Oliver at tight end that is a solid pickup I think with these signings, it really did help being the number one rated team for overall operations. And Josh Oliver from the Ravens is known as one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. So that's a solid pickup with a three-year deal. 
I like the pick. I don't I didn't really hear about him, but now that he got signed, I read up on him and he's a great blocking tight end. Yeah, that one that one really did scare me. I was like, man, we just released, you know, Kendricks and Thielen, and we're losing all these household names. And then we pick up a tight end when we just got Hawkinson and we still have to get rid of Irv Smith. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. What are you guys doing picking up a tight end as your first pick in the free agency? But everything's starting to tie together, and we'll get into that. But I agree with you. Great pick. Great pick indeed. Uh, next up, we have Andrew DePaula, who is a long snapper. Uh, agreed to terms for a three-year deal. He was our long snapper for the past couple of years. So that's locking up a solid long snapper. I've never seen the the kicking a field goal as a problem on the snap. So, you know, it's good to have that consistency. So, you know, it's a big thing that I noticed reading this article from ESPN uh, is the Vikings are being safe with their pickups. They aren't signing any big names and you'll you'll hear the bigger names uh, in a little bit, but they are making sure they have a solid roster all around. I agree. Appreciate the little things. I appreciate the little things. Uh, next up, we have Nick Mullins, who agreed to a two-year deal to return as the backup quarterback. We all know Kirk Cousins will most likely be the starting quarterback, but Nick Mullins is a good backup to have. He's a veteran, has seen success as a starter, but just didn't have the talent to be a full-season starter. But as a backup, I I like that pickup. He knows what he's got to do, and he can make big plays. But it's another solid pickup, you know. He runs fast on uh, Madden. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that. Um, next up, we have Garrett Bradbury at center. He, he's returning on a three-year deal. Coming into the 2022 season, we had our doubts about him being an undersized center. But as the year played out, Garrett Bradbury was a anchor in the offensive line for the Vikings, only missing about two or three games uh, for the year. He was solid throughout. Yeah, did we sign him as a fullback and a, kind of a tight end as well after that catch that he had <laughs> in that run? Yeah, maybe. You know, he's versatile over there. <laughs> Man, all that work, you know, snapping, shotgun, like he knows how to work that ball. And Man, we could use it multiple different ways. Is this the bus part two? <laughs> Next up, we have Greg Joseph as a kicker. Of course, he was he had his ups and downs this year, made the big kicks, but missed the easy ones. He has agreed to a one-year deal, which isn't is showing that they are playing playing it safe with him because 
if he doesn't do well this year, it doesn't look like they're going to take him back. But he did just enough last year to get a one-year extension. So he had an 83.1% conversion rate last year, ranks number 24 among qualified kickers. But he did win big games for us. And I will say the game winner against the Giants in the regular season, we couldn't have done it without him. Oh, of course. Of course. And usually about two to three kickers get cut, released throughout the season. So, I mean, obviously they are going to push him and give him some competition like they did last year. So, I mean, you got a constant, nothing really to talk about there. I mean. Consistent guy. Know what we're going to get. And I think. Consistently missing extra points. Yeah. Well, hopefully he works on it. (laughs) We have another re-signing in the offensive line. Austin Schlotman agrees to a one-year deal. He was a versatile backup in 2022 when he was the Vikings' top reserve at both center and guard. He started four games in place of injured center Garrett Bradbury before fracturing his fibula in Week 17 loss at Green Bay. The Vikings also would have been more comfortable using my guard, but starters Ezra Cleveland and Ed Ingram made it through the entire season healthy. Um, that is the synopsis from ESPN. The risk is not much. He is a good backup and can step up when we need him. Yeah, I mean, Ingram, he might have made it throughout the whole season healthy. But, I mean, he has to check because he has some holes. He does. He was, I think, the weakest offensive line, uh, offensive lineman in the lineup consistently throughout the year. But hopefully it gets better. Um, We're going to move into some actual signings rather than re-signings, who is to start Marcus Davenport, defensive end from the Saints, in this ESPN article, what it means. The Vikings clearly hope the new defense coordinator, Brian Flores, can light a fire under Davenport, who had enough natural ability to be the number 14 overall pick on the 2018 draft. His sack totals 21.5 in five seasons, including only 0. 0.5 in 2022, have never matched that draft position. He did have a 9.9% pressure rate last season in the same range as 2022 starters Daniel Hunter and Zadaria Smith, who combined for 20.5 sacks. It seems likely that Davenport's arrival portends the eventual departure of one of the Vikings incumbents, most likely Smith, who tweeted his farewell to the team last week. The Vikings are taking a big swing on a player who has struggled to stay on the field, having missed at least two games in each of his last five NFL seasons, and who at the very least did not take his game to another level as his free agent opportunity approached. His 2022 season began with the acknowledgement that he had part of his left pinky amputated because of an old college injury. The Vikings did not make a long-term commitment here, and at 26, Davenport is in the sweet spot of free agency. But signing him is very much an experiment, especially if it leads to the departure of a player who recorded double-digit sacks the season before. 
So there you have it. It's a one-year deal. It's it's risky, but there is high upside with his stature being a first round draft pick having the resume that he's made with the past five seasons he's been in the nfl it's a good pickup but it doesn't break the bank it doesn't make big splashes as well yeah i mean on that touching on that for his stat line i do believe that we do know his name he doesn't put up the numbers but for some reason a lot of people know about him yep i agree i think he might get some more sacks with hunter or hunter might get more sacks because of him yeah looking at that pressure rate all that i mean sometimes the numbers the stats they don't tell the whole story yep i agree and when you told me his stat line i was surprised because I think a majority of us know him. I mean, yes, we do hate the Saints and all that stuff, but I think it's a good little signing for us, especially yeah. with Smith leaving. I mean, we could get a good pick for Smith too. Yeah. Uh, we just signed a new defensive lineman today that we'll get into. So it's a sneaky good signing. Yeah, it is. And that's what the Vikings have been – trying to do with this free agency period it is solid picks and it's safe picks it's not gonna wow anybody but it it's picks that you need for the team to work but on to our biggest signing in my opinion byron murphy cornerback agreed to a two-year deal that includes a seven million Signing bonus, $1.1 million base salary for 2023 and no fully guaranteed money for 2024. Just reading that, it's a solid pickup, a $7 million signing bonus, which is the majority of the money going to him. A $1.1 million base salary for 2023. It's like there's no risk there. He's like 24. He's 24, exactly. I think he's 24, 25. So about our age, fun fact. Yeah, exactly. And um, one thing I like about him is he can line up in the slot and play outside too. Yep. He's very versatile. I'll let you finish, but I, I do want to elaborate on this. Our cornerbacks are going to be a big thing this year after noticing last year. And they are going to be young because he's basically the veteran presence right now. He for is. Cornerback. Because he, he's he been on the field the most out of all our cornerbacks right now. If you look at our cornerbacks right now, it is Byron Murphy, a Caleb Evans, Andrew Booth, Duke Shelley, who we're still waiting to re-sign, and Chandon Sullivan – just releasing Cam Dantzler and Patrick Peterson. It's a young cornerback group. So this was a big pickup for the Vikings because he, in my opinion, is one of the top 
free agents available at that position. And he's young. We didn't sign him for that much money. Of course, the $7 million signing bonus is big, but $1.1 million in base salary for this upcoming season is nothing, if you think about it. You also got to know Flores, he, he likes some blitzing corners too. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest piece and... with this upcoming year, having Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator. It's going to really show you that it's not always about the players because if you look at our roster in 2022, we had the star power, but the coaching just wasn't there. The play calling wasn't there. With Brian Flores, a well-known defensive-minded coach, had had his head coaching time with the Dolphins and you know had that like eight-game win streak to end the season. You're going to see, I mean, I, we're all going to see what coaching does for a team. And it's going to show, in my opinion, with the Vikings defense. So I'm going to finish this part of Byron Murphy on what's the risk off this article. On a relative scale, the Vikings did not make a huge financial commitment here with the two-year deal that averages $11 million per season. So the biggest risk is if Murphy evolves into superstar and puts himself into position for a monster payday in 2025, when he will still be only 27, that, of course, would be a good problem for the Vikings to have. Ultimately, expectations here should be measured carefully. Murphy was the Cardinals' top cornerback, but that's not the same as being a number one quarterback. Cornerback. That, that pretty much goes to show high, no low risk, high reward type signing. 100%. I mean, especially touching on the blitzing, having someone that can go into the slot and on the outsides, that versatile, that will help our system if he wants to send a cornerback to blitz and also there have been rumors i know he's visiting the jets here soon but uh murphy bunting from the bucks yeah again another 25 year old but we're going young i mean yeah. they have the legs they have the speed they have <laughs> the will to want to learn and be better and flores i think is the guy that could Get it out of them. Yep. I agree. It's not going to be always easy. It's not going to be always pretty. There's going to be some blown coverages. But I think I'm seeing what our new defensive coordinator is trying to do. Cornerback, backfield, all of it. Our secondary, I mean, it's about time. Yep. And to finish that off, I did not mention, but we did come to a restructuring of Harrison Smith. So I want to say it for Bales and I, that's a sigh of relief because Woo! we are able to keep a veteran in the secondary that's much needed with these young with this young group of guys, it's necessary to have that veteran presence like Harrison Smith. 
Yeah, 100%. Lewis Seen. I've heard that Flores is really excited for him. He's going to be coming off an injury. Booth will be coming off an injury. It's good to have somebody, you know, that wants to be here, close out his career, still putting up good numbers. I mean, he had yep. some really good timely picks last year. He did. And almost be a mentor. Yeah. That For backbone. Sure. For sure. Next up, we have Dean Lowry signing on a two-year contract with the Vikings. I think that's who you were talking about, right? Earlier? Yeah. Yep. He was with the Packers recently from 2018 to 2020. Yep. Um, For this one, trying to fill up the hole that was left after Dalvin Tomlinson left in free agency. Not much of a risk here. Uh, In the article, it says Lowry has been a reliable pro, having missed only three games in his seven-year career. But he doesn't have the upside as an interior disruptor that Tomlinson demonstrated last season. But is the difference between Tomlinson and Lowry worth a contract that carries more than three times the annual average? Probably not. There is probably more to come as Vikings build their 2023 defensive line, but everyone should be honest about the one-to-one comparison between Tomlinson and Lowry. Just continues the narrative of low-risk, high-reward that the Vikings have been playing on for this free agency period. And we're not even going to be going over the, the draft prospects yet. Yeah. I mean, Tomlinson, he signed a big deal with the Browns, another notable free agent that we lost. And honestly, it always puts a little smile on my face when we take another person from the Packers. <laughs> they get salty. And yeah. actually, that's kind of funny because Laurie, Lowry, you know, we all love us Midwesterners. We love that Lowry's seasoning salt. <laughs> So, yeah, let's just keep salt in this Packers team. Yeah. Yep. Our second to last re-signing is Olesemeka Udo, offensive tackle. This one, it is a solid backup, just really rounding out the offensive line. He played a couple games for the Vikings last season, but... He's not one of the guys that you look for in the offensive line from a game-to-game basis. He is a rounding out player that makes a good backup. He's 6'6", 320 pounds. I don't mind Holy having a player like Udo. that. Yep. I just like saying that, honestly. <laughs> so not much to say about that one. It's, like I said... Just continuing to build this team with much-needed players. Not any big signings, but doing what they need to get a bang for their buck and making this team as good as possible for this upcoming year. Last but not least, Alexander Matheson agreeing to a two-year deal to return to the Vikings. 
This one I think is the spiciest signing, I guess, re-signing because he is our backup. And I think it adds to the narrative of Dalvin Cook and his future with the Vikings. 100%. 100%. You know Madison, he's getting to that age, running back shelf life. I love that we're resigning him. Yeah. He has the meat, he has the workhorse, he has the power. I love the Cookie Monster, don't get me wrong, but I would like to give Madison a chance. I mean, you see all these teams now that are doing running back by committee. So, yep, this could be uh, a little be- hint to our draft night. Of course. To piggyback off that, in this article, he has a stat on here that he's a reliable backup. And when he's gotten 20 or more carries in a game over the past four seasons – he has averaged 104.4 rushing yards and another 41.4 as a receiver per outing. Downside is that in that span of four years, he's had that five games where he's gotten that 20 or more carries because he's backing up Dalvin Cook. It's been nice to have Dalvin Cook play a full year in 2022. But going back to what you said, we have backups, Kenny and Wangwu and Ty Chandler, who I think are solid running backs themselves. It wouldn't be a big surprise to me if it was a three-headed monster of Alexander Madison, Kenny and Wangwu and Ty Chandler to start the 2023 season and trading Dalvin Cook for a third-round pick, which is, that's reaching but I think we can get a fourth or fifth round pick on draft night for Dalvin Cook. He's getting to that age, but he's still got a little bit left in his tank. So we'll we'll have to see what the Vikings do in the upcoming weeks and when the draft comes when it does. I mean, I would put Ty Chandler over Wang Wu. Wang Wu's Special team, specialist, magician. But also don't forget <laughs> Gophers. Yep. Rode that boat. More Ibrahim. <laughs> it would be hard to get him. It, I was thinking about that. That's a first round prospect, if not the second round. And the Vikings, I don't think they need to get a running back that high. True. But get rid of Cook. Hey, you get a draft pick that you could get Ibrahim with. Uh, I would it, not it's, be. It's opposed. a nice story. It's we a do dream. Need, we do need another another household name from a Minnesota college team. We we lost Adam Thielen, so it'd be nice. But what can we do? We can hope. Exactly. So with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. And next time we're going to get with the Twins, Wild, and Wolves. But thank you for joining us. This is the one and only Minnesota Sports Podcast, the number one.
Um, the only one. I'm Ray. This is my co-host, Bales. Thank you for joining us. Peace. Peace. I have turned the song of this-